Listener-supported Catholic 540 Divine Mercy Radio presents Divine Mercy Kids. Introducing you to the best of Catholic children's literature, stories of the saints, and steps to bring you closer to Jesus and your community. On Catholic 540 AM Divine Mercy Radio, welcome your host of Divine Mercy Kids, Nicole Swanick. Hello and welcome to Divine Mercy Kids, a weekly program where we grow in faith and love through the inspirational stories of our Catholic Church and its saints. I'm your host, Nicole Swanick, and I am so happy to be here to read and learn with you today. Well, here we are in the third week of Advent. How did you do last week with your Divine Mercy Kids Challenge? Were you able to practice being obedient and saying yes to God? I want you to remember that God puts people like your parents on earth to help you grow and learn and to become holy, so God does want you to be obedient to them. I hope you were able to put straw in your manger every day and that you were able to practice obedience and become more like our mother and our model, Mary. Now, we would love to see your mangers. If you'd like your manger featured on Divine Mercy Kids social media, send us a picture to divinemercykids at catholic540.org. We can't wait to see your beautiful work for Jesus. This week on Divine Mercy Kids, we're going to read a beautiful Christmas story called Papa Panov's Special Christmas. This is one of my favorite Christmas stories. Papa Panov's Special Christmas was written in 1885 by Leo Tolstoy, and it is a beautiful story of a man named Papa Panov who loves Jesus and he wants to see Jesus. I think Papa Panov is a lot like us Divine Mercy Kids because I think we also want to see Jesus. And that's why we're working so hard to prepare our hearts and our mangers for his coming. So let's listen to this beautiful story and let's find out if Papa Panov gets to see Jesus. Papa Panov's Special Christmas. It was Christmas Eve. And although it was still afternoon, lights had begun to appear in the shops and the houses of the little Russian village, for the short winter day was nearly over. Excited children scurried indoors, and now only muffled sounds of chatter and laughter escaped from those closed shutters. Old Papa Panov, the village shoemaker, stepped outside his shop to take one last look around. The sound of happiness... The bright lights and the faint but delicious smells of Christmas cooking reminded him of past Christmas times, when his wife had still been alive, and his own children little. Now they had gone. His usually cheerful face, with the little laughter wrinkles behind the round steel spectacles, looked sad now. But he went back indoors with a firm step put up the shutters and set a pot of coffee up to heat on the charcoal stove. Then, with a sigh, he settled into his big armchair. Papa Panoff did not often read, but tonight he pulled down the big old family Bible, and slowly tracing the lines with one forefinger, he read again the Christmas story. He read how Mary and Joseph, tired by their journey to Bethlehem, found no room for them at the inn, so that Mary's little baby was born in the cowshed. Oh, dear, oh, 
dear, exclaimed Papa Panoff. If only they had come here. I would have given them my bed, and I could have covered the baby with my patchwork quilt to keep him warm. He read on about the wise men who had come to see the baby Jesus, bringing him splendid gifts. Papa Panoff's face fell. I have no gift that I can give him, he thought sadly. Then his face brightened. He put down the Bible, got up and stretched his arms to the shelf high up in his little room. He took down a small, dusty box and opened it. Inside was a perfect pair of tiny leather shoes. Papa Panov smiled with satisfaction. Yes, these were as good as he had remembered, the best shoes he had ever made. I should give him those, he decided, as he gently put them away and sat down again. He was feeling tired now, and the further he read, the sleepier he became. The print began to dance before his eyes so that he closed them, just for a minute. In no time at all, Papa Panoff was fast asleep. And as he slept, he dreamed. He dreamed that someone was in his room, and he knew at once as one does in dreams, who the person was. It was Jesus. You've been wishing that you could see me, Papa Panoff, he said kindly. Then look for me tomorrow. It will be Christmas Day, and I will visit you. But look carefully, for I shall not tell you who I am. Papa Panoff put on a special pot of coffee for Christmas breakfast, took down the shutters and looked out the window. The street was deserted. No one was stirring yet. No one except the road sweeper. He looked as miserable and as dirty as ever, and well he might be. Whoever wanted to work on Christmas Day and in the raw, cold, and bitter freezing mist of such a morning? Papa Panov opened the shop door, letting in a thin stream of cold air. Come in, he shouted across the street cheerily. Come in and have some hot coffee to keep out of the cold. The sweeper looked up, scarcely able to believe his ears. He was only too glad to put down his broom and come into the warm room. His old clothes steamed gently in the heat of the stove, and he clasped both red hands round the comforting warm mug as he drank. Papa Panov watched him with satisfaction. But every now and then his eyes strayed to the window. It would never do to miss his special visitor. Expecting someone? the sweeper asked at last. Papa Panna told him about his dream. Well, I hope he comes, the sweeper said. You've given me a bit of Christmas cheer I never expected to have. I'd say you deserve to have your dream come true. And he actually smiled. When he had gone... Papa Panov put on a cabbage soup for his dinner, then went to the door again, scanning the street. He saw no one, but he was mistaken. Someone was coming. The girl walked so slowly and quietly, hugging the walls of shops and houses, that it was a while before he noticed her. She looked very tired, and she was carrying something. As she drew nearer, he could see that it was a baby, wrapped in a thin shawl. There was such sadness in her face, 
and in the pinched little face of the baby, that Papa Panov's heart went out to them. Won't you come in, he called, stepping outside to meet them. You both need a warm seat by the fire and a rest. The young mother let him shepherd her indoors into the comfort of the armchair. She gave a big sigh of relief. I'll warm some milk for the baby, Papa Panov said. I've had children of my own. I can feed her for you. He took the milk from the stove and carefully fed the baby from a spoon, warming her tiny feet by the stove at the same time. She needs shoes, the cobbler said. But the girl replied, I can't afford shoes. I've got no husband to bring home money. I'm on my way to the next village to get work. A sudden thought flashed through Papa Panov's mind. He remembered the little shoes he had looked at last night. But he had been keeping those for Jesus. He looked again at the cold little feet and made up his mind. Try these on her, he said, handing the baby and the shoes to the mother. The beautiful little shoes were a perfect fit. The girl smiled happily and the baby gurgled with pleasure. You have been so kind to us, the girl said when she got up with her baby to go. May all your Christmas wishes come true. But Papa Panov was beginning to wonder if his very special Christmas wish would come true. Perhaps he had missed his visitor. He looked anxiously up and down the street. There were plenty of people about, but they were all faces that he recognized. They were neighbors going to call on their families. They nodded and smiled and wished him Happy Christmas. Or beggars, and Papa Panov hurried indoors to fetch them hot soup and a generous hunk of bread, hurrying out again in case he missed the important stranger. All too soon, the winter dusk fell. When Papa Panov next went to the door and strained his eyes, he could no longer make out the passers-by. Most were home and indoors by now anyway. He walked slowly back into his room at last, put up the shutters, and sat down wearily in his armchair. So it had been just a dream after all. Jesus had not come. Then all at once he knew that he was no longer alone in the room. This was not a dream, for he was wide awake. At first, he seemed to see before his eyes the long stream of people who had come to him that day. He saw again the old road sweeper, the young mother and her baby, and the beggars he had fed. As they passed, each whispered, Didn't you see me, Papa Panov? Who are you? he called out, bewildered. Then another voice answered him. It was the voice from his dream, the voice of Jesus. I was hungry and you fed me, he said. I was naked and you clothed me. I was cold and you warmed me. I came to you today in every one of those you helped and welcomed. Then all was quiet and still, only the sound of the big clock ticking. A great peace and happiness seemed to fill the room, overflowing Papa Panov's heart until he wanted to burst out singing and laughing and dancing with joy. So he did come after all, was all that he said. The End
Papa Panov waited all day for Jesus to come. And while he waited, he helped all those different people that passed his home. And then, at the very end of the story, Papa Panov realized that when he did all those nice things for the people around him, simply out of love, simply out of kindness, he was actually doing all of those things for Jesus. Jesus was there the whole time, because where love is, God is also. I think that if Papa Panov was participating in our Divine Mercy Kids Challenge, he would have an entire manger full of straw for baby Jesus, with all those beautiful things that he did to help his neighbors. So, our Divine Mercy Kids Challenge this week is to be like Papa Panov. While we wait for the coming of Jesus, we're going to do some Advent acts of kindness. And of course, for each act of kindness that you do, you're going to get to put a piece of straw in your manger. Advent acts of kindness can be big or they can be small. Holding the door for someone, giving someone a compliment, cleaning up your room or your toys without being asked. Actually, a really big Advent act of kindness would be to clean up someone else's mess without being asked. There are so many different things that you can do. So pray to God. Ask Him what He'd like you to do for your Advent act of kindness. And then talk to your family and come up with a few ideas that you can do this week for acts of kindness. And I know that you're going to find Jesus in doing these things for other people. Well, it has been a joy to read and to learn with you today. Please join us next week when we're going to continue preparing our hearts and our mangers for baby Jesus. If you'd like to be part of our free Divine Mercy Kids Club, please visit catholic540.org forward slash kids. When you join, you're going to receive a free Catholic calendar, challenge cards, stickers, and prayer cards. We would love to have you as an official Divine Mercy Kid. Papa Panov's Special Christmas was written by Leo Tolstoy in 1885. This classical story is available for purchase at your preferred online retailer. Now let's conclude with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, we love you and we desire to grow closer to you. Be our strength. Help increase our faith, love, and charity so that each day we may grow to become good disciples for your kingdom. Lord Jesus, please bless our Divine Mercy kids and help them see you in every person they help. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Prayer is so important. So join us tonight and every night for bedtime prayers at 6.55 p.m. I'll see you next week. Until then, spend this week doing all things for baby Jesus through his mother Mary. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.